Warrior Princess Nation. Welcome back and thank you for listening to the Princess Chronicle podcast. This is Nikisha. I'm so excited for what God has for us today. So grab your Bibles, pens, journals, and let's dive in. Hey, Warrior Princess Nation. Uh, Good morning. It's been a while since we have connected and I hope you've enjoyed your summer. It's almost back to school time for us and we're getting back on a regular routine around this camp. Um, I just want to talk a little bit today about being spiritually stuck. And I don't know if you've experienced this, but I certainly have just not knowing what to do. And that question always arises, what do you do when you don't know what to do? And spiritually, sometimes that can be so frustrating. Like, God, what is it that you need me to do in this moment? What is your will? And sometimes we go through seasons of life where God is, it's almost like he's silent. We can't necessarily um, sense the direction that he's asking us to go in. And in those moments, we can just literally feel stuck, like almost like paralyzed, like do I go, you know, north, south, east, or west? Like, you know, do I make this decision? Do I make this business deal? Do I, you know, move our family to this location? Do I take this new job? Do I quit this job? What do I do, God? And in those moments where God is, you know, silent and you just feel stuck and not certain about the decisions that you need to make and what do you need to do? It's like, what do you do in those moments? And for the last couple of months, at least a few weeks, I've experienced just that of feeling spiritually stuck, like not certain the direction that God wants me to do. And what happened in that moment? Well, you didn't get a podcast and I didn't do any writing. Um, Nothing happened. I literally became, because I was spiritually stuck, physically stuck as well. Like nothing on my to-do list happened, nothing on my goal list um, no progress was made. I literally became stuck and, and uncertain and not sure because I didn't want to make the wrong decisions. I didn't want to do something um, that was not in the will of God for my life. And so nothing happened. And sometimes when we're spiritually stuck, we can do one or two things. We can do just that, nothing, or we can make decisions that ultimately are not to our benefit. And sometimes When we don't know what to do, we should do the last thing God told us to do. At least that was the advice that my aunt gave me a long time ago. And I'm so appreciative of that because I wish I could just tell you, you know, this is the plan. You do X, Y, and Z, but sometimes there is no plan. There is no well laid out anything, but that's the best advice that I can give you. When you feel spiritually stuck, and you're not sure what God is asking you to do or telling you to do, and it seems like God is just silent in the moment, do the last thing God told you to do. Keep doing that until he gives you new directions or new instructions. Um, And I find this pattern um, in the book of Genesis with Abram's life. So Abram, who who becomes Abraham, this is kind of prior to him becoming um, Abraham, his name was Abram. So this is before God changed his name. So in the book of Genesis, uh, in chapter 11, towards the end, around verse 27, you see Abram's life kind of played out. So his father, Tehran, Terah, um, and um, his nephews and uncles and his family members are kind of laid out in there. And they're from a town called Ur, which is, if you look at a map these days, Ur is kind of um, south 
east of um, Iraq, our modern day Iraq. And so he he's from that town. He's grew up in that town. However, um, his father takes him and um, Sarai, his wife, this is before she becomes Sarah, and his family, and they move to the um, Canaan, which is where the Chaldeans were. And Canaan um, is kind of north of, it's in Turkey. It's in our modern day Turkey area. So they move from there to this place in Turkey called Canaan. Um, or actually to Haran is where they move. They move to Haran, which is in Turkey. And they're living there. So they're kind of doing this, almost like this nomad traveling thing. And his father has moved him. And then in verse 12, chapter chapter 12, verse 1 of Genesis, it says, The Lord had said to Abram, Go from your country, your people, and your father's household to a land I will show you. I will make you a great nation. I will bless you. I will make your name great. I will, you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you and whoever curses you, I will curse. And all the people on earth will be blessed through you. So here God gives Abram this huge, enormous promise that he's going to, he needs to leave the place that he is familiar with, his father's household, amongst his father's people and he needs to travel to a place that God will show him. So God doesn't tell him exactly where to go. He says, I need you to travel to a land I will show you. So Abraham literally has to take this journey by faith to a place that he's unfamiliar with, that he doesn't really even know the destination. He just needs to head away from his father's house and following God every step of the way to a place that God is going to show him. And in doing so, and in this place, God has promised to bless not only Abraham and Abraham's household, but that all the people on earth will be blessed. That's you and I, that we would receive this blessing because of Abraham's obedience to God, sending him to a place that he's he doesn't even know where he's going, just by faith on his journey, a faith journey. And so Abraham, he sets out, he leaves his father's house, he leaves his, you know, his family um, he heads out. Well, he does take his nephew Lot, but that's a whole nother podcast. Um, so he takes his nephew with him. He takes his wife. He takes his people with him and he heads out. And he literally leaves um, Haran near Turkey and he heads to a place called Canaan. Um, and Canaan, Canaan is uh, kind of north. It's in Israel, but it's kind of due north. And um, so he's heading in this direction of um, just literally moving southward and he ends up in this place called Canaan and it is interesting um, the journey that he's traveling and just really looking at um, this obedience this blind this faith knowing that God had made these promises is what Abraham is holding on to but God becomes silent he he's not giving step-by-step directions He's kind of leading and guiding him from a distance and he's quiet. And we pick up Abraham literally in um, chapter 12 after he gets to Canaan. He travels through the land. He, there's Canaanites in there and God speaks one thing to him and then it's quiet again. And he says to your offsprings, I will give this land. 
And so Abraham, he worships God in that place. He worshiped God in Canaan, although it's occupied by the Canaanites. He worships God for the promise that God has given him. And then it says um, from there, verse eight, from there he went on towards the hills east of Bethel and pitched his tent with Bethel at the west and Ai, and Ai on the east. There he built an altar to the Lord and called on the name of the Lord. Then Abram set out and continued to toward the Negev. So he's heading south and he's on his way to now Negev. So after he's worshipped in Canaan, he's going to the Negev. He's headed south. He gets there. Verse 10 says, and there is a famine in the land. It's dry. It's a drought. Nothing seems to be growing. There's nothing really there in the Negev once he gets there or so it seems. To the naked eye, sometimes God will take you to places where it seems like it is a drought. Nothing is happening. Nothing is growing. God, why do you have me in this location? Why am I here? Nothing is, I can't seem to prosper in this place. And oftentimes we look with our natural eye and we can't tell what God is doing and we feel completely stuck and we feel completely lost in what God is asking us to do. And he is silent and sometimes we make decisions that are not in our best interest in that moment, just like Abram. So it says, verse 10, chapter 12 of Genesis, now, there was a famine in the land and Abram went down to Egypt to live there for a while because the famine was severe. So Abram makes the decision to go to Egypt. He, by, he bypasses the gave. He goes to Egypt because there is a, a drought and a famine that's so severe that he feels like I, I won't survive here. And he's, he's walking and he's making these decisions and God is silent. He gets to Egypt and this is where Abram kind of, hes you can tell he's walking out on his own and he's making these decisions and he's uncertain about them because he tells his wife, Sarai, look, you are a beautiful woman and they're going to, they're going to, they're going to literally kill me and take you from me because you're my wife and you're beautiful and you're desirable. So tell them you're my sister and then they're going to show me favor and bless me because of you, because they want you. And sure enough, Pharaoh sees Sarai. He wants her. They brings her into, um, into the palace with Pharaoh and they treat Abraham kindly because of it. And God sends a, he sends a, a plague down on Pharaoh. He afflicts his house with disease. Everything's going wrong. And Pharaoh confronts Abram what what have you done what's going on and he has to confess look she's 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 my she's not she's my wife she's not my sister she's my wife and um so Pharaoh says you know what take her and go because their house was suffering what I will find interesting is that after he leaves Pharaoh, he gives or take everything. Now, mind you, Pharaoh had blessed him with, with things and possessions. He takes everything. Pharaoh says, take it and go. Get out of here. Chapter 13 opens up with, so Abram went up from Egypt to the Negev. Did you hear that? 
the place that he thought was famine and burden and and barren and God cannot you know prosper me in this place and it looks dark and it looks dreary and I can't really hear God and I don't know what's going on and I'm spiritually just stuck and nothing is going on and I make a decision that's wrong and God brings him right back to that place to the negave right back to that place where he feels like I can't really hear God and I'm stuck and I don't know what to do he brings him right back to that place and then verse uh, thir- chapter 13 verse 1 continues it says with his wife and everything he had and Lot went with him verse 2 Abram had become very wealthy in livestock and in silver and in gold where in the Negev in the desert in the dry place in the place where he felt spiritually stuck and not knowing what to do, he went back to do what God had last told him to do. And my sisters, my friends, princesses, when you feel spiritually stuck and when you feel like you don't know what to do, do the last thing God told you to do in the place that God told you to do it in. Even when it looks completely unfathomable, Stay in that place and allow God to bless you in that place because he can raise up a blessing in a place that looks like there's nothing there. Be encouraged with that. And so I'm back to doing podcasts because literally I felt like, why do I need to do podcasts? Who listens to this anyway? It feels barren. feels dark. I felt spiritually stuck. But I went back to doing what God asked me to do. And I'm telling you, even in recording this podcast, I feel uh, a freedom and a liberty and a movement that is hard to explain on a podcast. But I know that this is what God is asking me to do in this moment. And so I'm returning to do what God is asking me to do. And in this place, I know there is a blessing. Not only for me, there's a blessing for you. Just in our obedience. Go with God and be blessed. Until next time, remember to fight life battles God's way with both crown and sword. See you soon.